Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 296 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And I'm excited to bring you my interview with Don and Theo Nguyen. I think most people pronounce it when, when it's actually closer to what I said from Koi Barbecue, which is actually Koi, Koi Barbecue. It's K-H-O-I Barbecue Koi, meaning smoke in Vietnamese. Don was born in Vietnam. He moved over when he was five, and Theo was born in the United States. But they're of Vietnamese heritage, and their barbecue is Central Texas style with an Asian flair, especially Vietnamese. But they also put Japanese and Korean into the mix. It, their food looks outstanding. And it's spectacular, too, how they meld those flavors. And if you look at the intro of the YouTube, if you're just uh, listening, go check out the YouTube side, because I, I'm putting a number of photos of their food, and it, it looks spectacular. I've only heard good things, great things from J.C. Reed at the Houston Chronicle about them. And they're definitely someone you want to try. So make sure you do follow them on Instagram. That's where you get all their information, and then you can pre-order for their pop-ups as well as they do make enough for walk-ups. But this one is great because we talk a lot about their background and where they're coming to food-wise and how Don and the, how they conceptualize putting their menu together and we talk about like how geopolitics and politics transform food over over the years it gets kind of heady but it, it's really it's it's an interesting interview and then i noticed after we had done the interview that we hadn't talked about the menu much we talked about certain dishes but we didn't talk about what you can get on a daily basis as well as the specials and things so i talked to don again and so that's this last part about eight nine minutes is just the menu so you'll notice that theo is gone in that second part but it's great it's it's wonderful i really know you'll enjoy it and you get to see how brothers interact on a zoom call talking about their restaurant so i can't thank them enough for taking the time and for doing this this has been a long time in the in the works so i'm glad we got it this time and also if you're watching this prior to june 13th 2021 they're going to be popping up doing a collab with heritage barbecue in san juan capistrano as well as Convenience West. Mark from Convenience West is coming out. So they're doing a, a big collab. So that is really cool. So try to make sure that you do make that. I'll put information in the notes below. If it's after that, then you'll be able to try their food in Houston, Texas. And they also talk about a potential brick and mortar. Again, thank you, Theo and Don, for taking the time. Check out Koi Barbecue. And the Kevin's Barbecue Joints YouTube show and podcast is brought to you by Flores Tortillas. You can check them out at florestortillas.com every Monday at 10 a.m. Texas time. They release dozens and dozens online to order. They sell out really quickly. Make sure you follow them on Instagram for when the actual drop is, if it changes, but it's generally on Mondays at 10 a.m. But make sure you do follow them. They do pop up in local locations to order tortillas as well as there's a number of Texas barbecue joints that you could buy tortillas by the dozen or in tacos. Their tortillas are insane they're made with smoked beef tallow they're my favorite i've ordered them for so many people and made i believe so many people happy i can't be happier to have flores tortillas on board again that's florestortillas.com and i also have centex smokers out of luling texas as a partner of the show michael johnson he's making pits that are just gorgeous follow them at centex underscore smokers check them out see the pits that he's making about a 12 to 14 month lead time so if you want to order Give them a DM, get an order in. Again, that's Centex Smokers out of Luling, Texas. And I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. And I just did a massive pit list of custom pit builders, about 52, 54, and I think I'm adding about six or seven later on tonight. 
Uh, so it'd be over 60 custom pit builders. So if you're in the market for a pit, check that out at Kevin's BBQ Joints. That way uh, you can peruse I have photos as well as tons of description and links and ordering stuff. So that way it'll help you out if you're looking for a pit or if you want a window shop. But the end, thanks for listening to these. I hope you guys have a good week. Enjoy this. Good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? I guess it's almost good evening for you, right? Yeah, it's like six o'clock our time. How are you guys in general? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're vaccinated. Yeah, that's a good thing. Opening up again. And, you know, hopefully there's a, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. So the return to normalcy. Yeah. You know, did, so. did you guys, when COVID hit or when the pandemic, when things were shutting down, did you guys shut down for a while? We kind of laid low for a few months and kind of see, you know, how things shook out. Um, yeah. A lot of places were just closed, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Usually pop up at breweries or, you know, coffee shops and, all those places were closed. Yeah, they were closed. So we we were closed too. And then I think the the first one we had was in like July or something. We're just testing the waters out, and it, it was a little nerve wracking, but uh, we made it work. So we 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 only did it once a month or once every couple months um, in 2021. And then like during the fall, I think people got more comfortable, at least here in Texas. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was different in Texas. It never existed here in Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be, yeah. The people were like, why are they popping up? It makes zero sense. <laughs> they should have a brick and mortar by now. No, but it's, it also, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird, it was a weird time, but I think you also had to get your feet, you know, feet on solid ground to figure out what's happening. And now that you guys are vaccinated, that, has, that has to feel good and I'm vaccinated. So that's, that's why we're doing this. We waited to do this so that we'd all be vaccinated. That was the whole point. We could be yeah. face-to-face without masks and we could do this pro- properly. Vaccinated but, Zoom call. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. It feels good. It feels great. It feels so weird. But I, but it is it, it, it also funny too, because did you Zoom at all before COVID? Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I did. Uh, my day job, I, I, I work from home. I've worked from home for the last two two and a half years. So oh wow, I was ahead of the curve, you know. Conference calls, blah blah. blah. So you're ready for that. You're uh, ready for yeah, it. No, I wasn't ready for it this much. So um, yeah, but yeah, it's I think been, people still are struggling with Zoom, which is yeah. bizarre. I, n- I never did it on a personal level. It was more mm-hmm. for work, and now it's like everything is Zoom. You know, everything yeah. is Skype and FaceTime. So yeah, you know, it's you know, it gets weird when like they start doing commercials that are spoofing people's Zoom calls that's when like you're like oh it's, it's way too much <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's ingrained in, in society well how, what so you guys grew up in in houston or did you because i know that i know you had family in dripping springs i think i read or do you still have family in, yeah um yeah i mean you you didn't grow up all the way in like i grew i was born and raised in houston okay yeah i, I was born in vietnam and i oh uh, i didn't know okay i didn't know that okay that's, yeah, cool. that's I, cool i i moved here to houston with uh my mom my dad was already here in 1991 so when i was five okay and then theo was the first one in the family to be yeah i guess he's first generation uh, so then are you guys then uh are you guys full brother or are you guys yeah 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 we are okay well, so the family was still to get when because you said it kind of in a way that seemed like your parents were split, but they were they're together. But yeah, they yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. split because of the whole political scene in, in Vietnam after the Vietnam War. Okay. So they got split up because uh, both families. I mean, it's a long story, but yeah. my mom and dad side of the family fought on both sides of the war, and then we ended up. My dad's side ended up um, in the U.S. first, and then my mom and I came later. Wow. No. No. Yeah. Because I I remember like I'm a kid from the 70s and 80s, and I remember there was a time when a lot of like they're like at school there'd be a lot of Vietnamese kids it would just seem like 
that was it was there was an influx at the time and a lot of refugees people were coming over to the united states and so that's and that must have been what was that like coming here was that strange how old are you? i mean i was i was five so I, mean, I, I was five years old so yeah. i do remember i mean i was in esl right with a bunch of uh other asian kids and uh hispanic kids so we grew up in uh, in a leaf i grew up in a leaf um, which is the same neighborhood that the blood brothers barbecue. oh really so they they they've represented a leaf and they still do a lot but okay. you know actually i grew up in a leaf until uh seventh grade but you know i don't really i don't claim a leaf as much as maybe i should but um so that that was a really diverse neighborhood of houston uh southwest houston that's where chinatown is okay uh, okay yeah because I, I i don't know houston yeah. that well so thank you yeah. for explaining yeah it's, a, it's a cool it's a if, you, if you're in houston you say a leaf and everybody knows okay um, you know it, it's a it's a well-known sort of part of town but it's always but is it a, like a mix of all different everybody yeah i mean there's a lot of hispanic people uh, a lot of asians uh, indian people as well um it's it's a it's a diverse part of town for sure yeah. so that and that made sense too i wonder why did your why did your why did they decide to go straight to houston is it was houston yeah i mean um, <laughs> i don't know how yeah, that the for the barbecue, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, because it was in '75. Like you experienced, like you touched on earlier, a lot of uh, Vietnamese refugees, you know, came out for the war, and uh, they got how they. Ended, I mean, there's Vietnamese communities from that diaspora in New Orleans and Virginia and SoCal and you know, mm-hmm. and County and Houston, and it, it all started from like you know, uh, Methodist families, Lutheran families, like okay, Protestant families that worked with the refugee committee that, you know, took people in. And a lot of them ended up in places where the climate was the same or similar to Vietnam, right? That makes that makes sense New Orleans. too. New Orleans, 99% of the shrimp and fish in New Orleans are from Vietnamese shrimpers, right? And, and that's fish. true. So that, that's how we ended up here. It was just because my grandfather ended up in Austin and he was an engineer, he went to UT and then ended up in Houston for, for work. So that's wow. how we ended up in Texas, yeah. This is this is so totally off topic. Have have either of you guys gone back to Vietnam? Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot. We uh, we try to go like every uh, like what four years, right? About that's right? cool. I try to go every year, every other year. Yeah. Yeah. My my friend visited semi recently, and he sent me. He sat at like a coffee shop, and he had his phone just showing the the traffic. Like it was like a, an intersection and it was the biggest bunch of mayhem I've ever, like, like controlled mayhem that you'd ever see ever. But. Yeah. yeah. You, you just got to close your eyes and walk across oh. the street. It's all faith, right? It's all faith. Yeah. Like it doesn't if, you, if you try to, if you try to, if you're riding on a scooter or if you're walking and you mm-hmm. try to dodge, mm-hmm. you'll get hit. Right. <laughs> so, so, uh, it's counterintuitive, but. No, but it makes sense. Here's a pro tip: way. just just walk and close your eyes and walk. Would you recommend visiting Vietnam? I've heard it's beautiful and great food, and I've heard great things. Yeah, it's amazing. We uh, we have a lot of family there, um, and it's just great to go as a as a tourist and as a visitor. Um, yeah. Food is amazing. The dollar goes uh, really a long far. Way and yeah. um, and we have we love the food. We love the history. Just uh, to know more about uh, the history of our country, um, but the food is amazing right so yeah and the beaches yeah. are great if you like beach vacation yeah i've heard yeah and there's if you're into gorgeous stuff, like like the world's biggest cave that just got discovered is there rock you know, for some of the rock formations are 
Yeah, I, 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 Avatar, like, like Avatar or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Something crazy, something crazy. Yeah, Definitely that's go. cool. Yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully things like I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know how things are with the pandemic. Like how things, because there's so many countries that are different than us, like behind the curve or way ahead or smarter than us. <laughs> there's, but uh, so so then, how did you guys? I, I I sort of read how you got got into barbecue, and so then the age difference. What is the age difference year wise? And the, yeah, uh, nine years. Nine years. Uh, like yeah, nine years. Purity level. It's like. 20 years, I think. Okay. Is that what it is? So he's more mature. Who's more mature? Which one is more mature? <laughs> right. Yeah, we're nine years apart. So. so how was like growing up then that nine years difference? Because I'm three years with my brother and we were pretty close. Were you guys close together? Or, or was there a certain point where you were too old and you were too young? And then it, now, because now you guys are working together and that's really yeah. cool. There's not a lot of brothers that are working together. I don't know. What's your take on this, yo? I've never heard your perspective. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to put you guys on the spot. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's similar to a lot of people that are similar to us. I mean, I think as you get older, the gap gets smaller, right? Yeah. I mean, I think when I was growing up, I mean, Theo was born when I was, uh, was it nine years old? So you're in like fifth grade or something. Yeah, so we you were, were in ninth grade. Part, when, you, right? when he was four or five, you were in ninth, tenth grade. Ninth, yeah, tenth grade. Yeah. So it was, it was. We didn't have a lot of common. We couldn't. Do a lot <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I think now it's it's a lot better. We can do stuff together. We can, yeah, uh, we can travel together. We can go drinking together. Yeah, that's and that makes it a you lot. You relate better. more, right? Because I think yeah. you share more life experiences. So mm-hmm. yeah, we yeah, always yeah. joke. I was like, "You're the accident," and then it's like, "No, you're the accident." <laughs> and we're like. I think we're both accidents. <laughs> I think it's better if you're both accidents. <laughs> I think, yeah, like there's not a whole lot of on purpose, on purpose kids. I think there's yeah. certain ones, but there are people that like, I want to have a kid as soon as I get married. You're like, oh, really? That's, that's yeah. wild. Wow. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, is uh, Don used to kick me out of his room when he was playing games <laughs> growing up. Did you like video games? I was like video games, yeah, yeah. I was just be watching, like asking too many questions, and then it's like, yo, I gotta focus. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's. I mean, like, yeah, like you said, like he's like he's shown me a lot, man. Like, high school, he took me to my first concerts. Like, it was took me to Radiohead and Tame Impala. Like, really, that's a solid. That's a solid choice. Yeah, right. Like, dude, like, yeah. So it's it's been super cool. Oh, but um, and Radiohead, when you see Radiohead, I'm trying to think. I think I saw them one. They, he goes, they go off onto like tangents like these long wild yeah it's yeah. it's an experience it's not like yeah. even listening to their album it's, yeah yeah it's just yeah it's beautiful but yeah but yeah, yeah man it's like yeah now we work together so something worked how does that happen like did you who who got into to cooking barbecue first don like yeah don just kind of started and like asked me to pop out and help him out long story short i've, I've been here since like yeah but don did you get did were you Cause what's your, cause your day job is, is not both you guys are, is your day job barbecue? You guys, no. you don't work, you don't work at other spots or do anything else. Right. I mean, our day jobs aren't barbecue, isn't barbecue yet. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm in the energy business. So I've been trading energy for the last, you know, 10, 11 years. Trading so, energy. Yeah. That's, so I'm more like a sit in front of a computer, stare at numbers and statistics sort of stuff. And, and I think barbecue for me was, I grew up with it, you know, being growing up in Texas and yeah. um, it's just a, it's such an awesome 
it's almost religious experience for me yeah, because it's yeah. like a different it's a total opposite right you're doing stuff with your hands but it's also really similar right um because it's very analytical mm -hmm. you have to think it's like science many right many steps ahead yeah science yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. problem solving on the fly uh except now you get to share it with people and it's tangible which is so different than what i do um, and seeing it, yeah, seeing numbers it around. yeah, exactly. From what I read, I think when I read something from that Daniel Vaughn wrote, and I always say Daniel, like everyone knows, there's people probably don't, Daniel Vaughn, Texas Monthly. He said that you guys, because you used to go to like a buffet, a place that was more of a buffet. Yeah, Luther. So I don't know if Theo remembers this, but it was just like probably when he was still a, a, a kid, um, small kid, but in the 90s, my dad used to take us to this place called uh, Luther's. It's a, it was a big chain. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it was outside of Texas, but it was like all you can eat, baby back ribs. And that was like, um, like a special event for somebody's birthday. We would go to Luther's a lot. And um, it was in Houston. It's right next to, it used to be right next to Yao Ming's restaurant, <laughs> which is still <laughs> open, but Luther's isn't around anymore. But Yao Ming still has a restaurant? He has a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just his name. I've never been there, actually. It's been there for like 20 years. But... Uh. I think he, he doesn't live in the United States anymore, does he? Is no, he? no, he's in he's back in China. Yeah. Wow. But, what an interesting slice of, of NBA history too, like Yao Ming's whole his his yeah. adventure. He because he had foot did he have to retire because of foot problem? I think he broke his foot too much or something. Or it's a lot of pressure on foot him. knees. He's a giant, right? Yeah, they yeah. have like this one uh, dim sum place we go to, Kim Sun. They have like a a cutout of him, like life size, and <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gargantuan it's pretty uh, <laughs> yeah i guess i guess too like it's that that um amount of gravity on you or something that they because they've talked about i'm trying to think of they were talking about some i think kaiju or they're talking about something they're saying that there's no way that they're physically there but they, they couldn't in our atmosphere even move around because gravity would be this is totally about barbecue <laughs> but but I, I still think that but yeah but yeah that's that's interesting that it's next to Yao Ming's restaurant I need to stop when I do visit Houston this summer I will have to go to Yao Ming's restaurant even if he has no connection at all <laughs> and I'll send you I'll text you guys yeah, a, a photo we'll meet you there actually we'll both go for the first time yes we have to yes <laughs> but that's so, so then but then also too isn't salt lake it's all it has like an all-you-can-eat component don't they yeah salt salt well, salt like the other place that we used to go to growing up i mean uh we had family in dripping springs huh. moved there i mean in like the mid 90s um and and my cousin worked at at salt lake oh really home pickles and stuff so i mean we have a, a crazy like history with salt lake because that was like Hill country. I mean, now it's all developed and there's like a bunch of strip malls and stuff out. And, and <laughs> That's so sad. It used to be like nothing there, right? Yeah. And, and it was like really going out to the country, the hill country. And um, so, yeah, we love salt. Like the pickles are amazing, the onions, the sauce. They had the family style. It was like 12 bucks, all you can eat. Yeah, that was just wild. But I don't think, think people, I don't think everyone knows that, which is. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a cool, I mean, it's still the same. The environment's okay? awesome. Yeah. It's just the ambiance. They have mm -hmm. live music and there's that big open pit. Like, yeah that, pit, that pit's like out. iconic no matter what even if Absolutely. people like argue that it's not yeah like it's still if you take a cool hot and fast open pit it's not yeah. the brisket but the, the, the experience the sausages are amazing mm -hmm. like hands down you gotta go if you're from out of town you know yeah so, yeah but it's like funny like it's probably not the highest on people's list it's uncertain people but it should be it's just so what was the what was the impetus did you end up getting a pit is that what started it uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was from 
Because I'm trying to think of when I paid it when I started to notice you. I'm trying. Yeah, to it was like 2017 April. I'd gone to Costco to buy rotisserie chicken or something. And like, we love Costco. Right? My family like has loves Costco. A lot of people. A lot any, of any reason to go to Costco? <laughs> yeah, the chicken bake or something. We'll go to Costco. So I, I think I was in Costco randomly, and and to buy some some rotisserie chicken and some guys. ribeyes. Yeah, exactly. Like I was buying twenty chickens, rotisserie <laughs> chickens uh, for the week. Um, but so the, there was a Kamado Joe sales guy there, right? Um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I just got sold on this. Like I went in for the chicken and I left with a, an oh, egg. Oh, that's funny. And so I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like I can grill more and uh, I live in a townhouse. So this is like perfect. I can smoke. And so I just went off the deep end on like how to use this egg. You can make pizza. I was on like a pizza thing for a while. Oh, that was kind of like, I've never used one before, but I've used a yeah. big green egg. Is it like a big green egg? It's, it's exact same thing except bread, right? And yeah. cheaper accessories. Um, right. it became like my desert island sort of grill you can do anything on it right which is really cool it gets to a, a serious temperature too yeah you get really hot and then it it, it uh it, it keeps things really maintains yeah maintains heat really well so anyways hurricane harvey happened uh in like i think august september mm -hmm. uh, 2017 and then uh, all my friends were eating like frozen corn dogs for the week and i had like a a cooler full of brisket and ribs because I was like, if the power goes out or gas goes out, at least I'll have my that's smart show, right. And so I end up having warm food. I was making, I was like, hey, one like four different friends groups. I invited them over, and we have like thirty people, which sounds weird now after COVID, but I had thirty people at my house, and like we all feasted, and everybody was so happy. And I, that's when I realized like the power of of food, the power of barbecue to bring people together, right? Mm -hmm. And so our first pop up was like. A week after Harvey, we were like, "Hey, um, let's uh, let's cook and raise money for you know charity." Oh, so okay. We so we donated the proceeds to charity for Harvey. And that's we, that, we but were you but you were, were yeah. you cooking like like pork and some beef or what? How yeah, we were doing, we were doing pork shoulders, ribs, and and like I think we could fit like two briskets on the on the egg, right? <laughs> um, but it was one of those deals where like if you if you want to get good you got to practice yeah, 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 yeah our family got sick and tired of barbecue our friends got tired of it so we're like let's do a pop-up for charity so we have an excuse to cook ah there's a, i think you have an intruder yeah there's a big nasty squirrel outside ah, so. yeah it's keeping us safe that's good no it's important it's, it's, a, it's <laughs> extremely important uh but now would was that were you blue smoke then or yeah that's you, right or yeah, were you we even were, yeah, we were we we started an LSU called Blue Smoke Barbecue because I was like, oh, that the alliteration it rolls off the tongue. Um, that's the kind of smoke you want. And then like literally like a month after I started LSU, we got a cease and desist. It was like a thirty-page cease and desist from Shake Shack Corporation. Yeah, well, they've got yeah, they have plenty of money. yeah, the Blue Smoke in New York, and they were like, you know, we're Oprah's favorite brisket and Martha Stewart's favorite rib. You guys are. <laughs> Which is yeah. understandable, but I was like, man, we're just like you brothers, just like we're idiots, right? But it was a, it was a cool lesson um, that we needed to. It was a blessing disguise because mm -hmm. that's really sit down and, and come up with a unique name that really reflects us. And I think koi or koi in Vietnamese, um, it means smoke. It, it's more so. It's not so. It's not koi. It's koi. I can pronounce it again. Yeah, kari. It's like kari uh, in the back of your throat. You're saying like, yeah, yeah, like kari, like K H. There's a ac upper accent on the O and then I, so it's like Kai. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it gonna... smoke in Vietnamese. I mean, yeah, exactly, and yeah. that's yeah. 
it's koi, that, but I mean, in English, a lot of people just say koi, which is fun too. And they probably think it has something to do with koi fish, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, and they probably think that you're, then you're, they think you're Japanese and they're like, what, what is it going? Yeah. yeah. They think we do Korean barbecue. So we <laughs> get that a lot too. <laughs> oh. But also too, like when I'm searching for barbecue, like so much Hawaiian and Korean barbecue come up. There's yeah. so much, like it's a, yeah, it doesn't always, it, it's not always just specific to barbecue. Were you guys, when you guys did that pop-up, were you planning on, okay, we're going to do more of these? Or was that just like, we'll do some charity stuff like every so often? Or or was the response so killer that you decided to? Yeah, I think we got a really good uh, feedback. And a lot of it was friends, family, some new customers. And um, it was just, we've wanted any excuse to practice, right? Yeah. And that's... That was the impetus for it. I, I reached out to my energy friends and uh, like, do you need catering? Do you need party food and blah, blah, blah. And, but, you know, we graduated from the egg. By the time we had Harvey, I already had a, a little offset. It was like a 90 gallon offset <laughs> in the front. So like everything we started from the egg, went to that one. Then I bought a trailer and now I have a Moberg and like, it's just, it went yeah it, yeah it becomes an obsession huh? pretty slope right and so i think uh the first puppet was really well and then we reached out to um, many friends that needed catering gigs and then we started um we had a big break actually uh the first the first um one of my good friends bought a house um and then she hired us to do catering for it and there was a new brewery that opened a block away from her house Baleson brewery oh okay yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah so they didn't Actually, we reached out to them and they were like, oh, are you guys food truck? I'm like, no, not really. Like, oh, we, we were not really interested. I was like, okay, cool. And so we, we, when Theo and I went to uh, that, uh, to cater my friend's party, it was like 10.30 p.m. and I knew they just closed. I was like, Theo, run this box over to them. And like, I put our- Oh, that's a smart idea. I wrote down our name and the phone number on it. And then like the next day they were like, when can you guys come? Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So that's, and then has- so, because right now you're not popping up there, right? Oh, we, we go there. Um, okay, you still do? Yeah, we still do, like probably once every couple months. Yeah. So okay. That, that was like our home base for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It seemed like every time I'd see it, it was it was there. And then, but but at that time when you were when you catered that your friend's party, what was there any? Was there curry? Was there pho? Was there anything? Was or was it all just kind of Central Texas style or just? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were just trying to work on the basics. You know, like for me, it's like. It's like playing music, right? So uh, I'm a pianist, and it's it's like playing classical piano, right? Like you learn music theory, the foundation. Yeah. For for us, I think my the analogy for me is like you know you learn the music theory of Central Texas barbecue, or just controlling the heat with smoke, and then once you learn that, you can start riffing. You can play jazz, play blues, play some. That's a good. That's a great and, analogy. You, know, you can be Joe Satriani or whoever you want to be, and then like. You can have your own style, but you have to have the, the, the foundation building. Yeah. yeah. So we were still learning the craft back then. Yeah. When do you think you came into your own? I think when it was uh, probably like a year in, when we were like, okay, finally we can get uh, the brisket down, right? Right. Yeah. And we can get the beef ripped down. So we like kind of got comfortable with it. Yeah. And the product came out to be the way we wanted it or you envisioned it to be. Uh -huh. um, and then we were like, okay, let's do something new. I'm, it's like our minds and my mind it's always like what can we do that's different right i don't want to be stuck in the status quo 
Yeah, and you get kind of stagnant too. Like yeah, yeah. Like it, what's interesting is exploring new things, right? And so that's what what drove us was just like, hey, we got this down or to a level that we were comfortable with. What can we do with it? That's that's different. That's going to push the culture forward. And what was the first thing that you guys did that was different? Was it the the fire? Was that what? no? I think we did the. What did we do first? The I think it was the the sashimi, right? The nigiri. The nigiri. Ah, I never saw that. I don't know. Or maybe I did. I just don't, I don't remember. It's the old school one. Yeah. And then the, I think the fall is like the second thing. We just, I had just gotten back from Japan. I was, I was in Vietnam. Then I went to Japan and I got inspired. I was like, well, this beef rib thing. Like, why don't we just, instead of like, like I had that Tsuchikiji fish market, like the fatty tuna, right? El Toro. Uh, I was like, that's really fatty. Mm-hmm. The, the sushi chef was explaining to me, he was saying sushi in Japanese means vinegared rice. It's not about the fish, it's about the rice, right? And so we use fatty cuts because the rice is vinegar, it's, it's sharp mm-hmm. and acidic. It cuts through the fattiness and it, it creates a, a good mouthfeel, a good, you know, a taste, something tasty. And I was like, yeah, beef rib, super fatty. Why don't we put that on top of sushi rice, sushi, and so that's what we did. And it was a hit at a, at our friend's party and then we served it at the pop-up ah that's that's how the things started spinning yeah did you take time to learn how to make proper rice or was that something that was already were you making any sushi at all on your own yeah so that was a deep dive i just um i actually was in japan i went to the uh there's a whole section of japan like a neighborhood um i forgot what the name is because I, I lived in osaka for a year but i okay. i didn't oh, get to travel okay. i went to nara i didn't travel as much as i want i was teaching english yeah. so i didn't yeah okay cool yeah but there's this whole osaka is a really cool city too but i went to nara and osaka with my dad when yeah. we were down south but tokyo has this whole neighborhood of it's just kitchenware stuff right it's oh, so rad like, so rad everything like this whole neighborhood all they do is sell kitchenware oh so you cool. want like everything so i literally was there for like 24 hours i went there and like filled up my backpack with like a bunch of stuff and so i got one of those bamboo rice things and all the stuff i got i could probably could have just bought it off of amazon but no but it's so uh, special to get it like, yeah. I, so you're making, like yeah, you're making me really yeah. want because i want to go back to japan just to travel i want to go from like the north Hokkaido all the way down to the south just there's so yeah. much to see but that would be really <laughs> i didn't realize it i guess it makes sense that japan would have that yeah, I, 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 they would, right? So they do. They, whatever you're interested in, they have it like to the max. Yeah, they have like a blue jean street, like they have yeah, exactly. a denim street. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's how it all started. Okay. Just, okay. Uh, traveling there, buying the materials, and going back and really learning how to make rice the right way on the stove and with the, the right vinegars and all that stuff. So yeah, because yeah, I know I know there's like guys and like there's even been like documentaries on making try to make rice like for five years <laughs> that's all you're doing yeah it's like some jiro stuff right yeah yeah exactly yeah. or like the egg yeah like the egg is such a big deal like that's such an important thing like if you can't if i have you heard that like if you go to a sushi restaurant and if you the tamago if you get that and if you if that's not good you're supposed to leave because if they can't do that well then exactly. everything else is probably everything else is, yeah, yeah. So we, like, we love that i mean theo and i went to, to tokyo um for the week and and oh, we, cool. I, I just love that it's similar to barbecue right like i look at its craftsmanship respecting mm-hmm. right? the craft and like learning yeah. how the, the building blocks the history behind mm-hmm. barbecue the history behind texas barbecue behind the carolina barbecue and then and, and then vietnamese food how to make that how to make japanese food so it's been it's, it's been a cool journey that's what keeps it interesting is the, the, i think the craft yeah have you had to 
do a lot of explaining to people about what you do or is it something where people are this day and age people have eaten enough food to understand or is it like what is there a learning curve at all for people what do you think Thea? yeah Thea, what do you think for for barbecue no for your just because you guys are off the beaten path you're not just because you're 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 using vietnamese influence like is that like are, are people are people game to order something different or do people try to stick because you guys could you guys order you guys serve by the pound too right so you can get just a traditional platter right 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 you totally can um i think people are trying uh like slowly opening their minds up to trying like new flavors and dishes like an example we had was like what we we, we were serving like kimchi as like a side um and people at Baylison's with like yo like what what's that like what's this really red you know what's that red thing and like oh it's kind of pickle yeah it's not pickles right it's fermented like cabbage and like, like actually it is a pickle yeah it's still pickled sort of yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like it's just not a pickle right? yeah they're relative it's not a dill pickle yeah yeah <laughs> a spear. They, they would try it and then a couple minutes later like come back like yo um can we get some more like that was really yeah. good you know so it's like i think yeah i think people are like opening their minds i guess that's not like yeah and then, no at least you're you're giving them the opportunity to try other right. things right right. and if they don't like it they don't like it, and it just like yeah. anything else yeah yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, and i think i think um to go on that point too i always remember that story that theo just told but also like you know kimchi i think i think every immigrant probably has some sort of similar story right like for us fish sauce is so prevalent in everything that we eat yeah. i used to be embarrassed when i had my non-asian friends um because i was the only asian kid in high school it was all white kids right yeah and, and and when they came over, I'd, my mom would be cooking. I'd be like embarrassed, like, oh man, I'm like mom, like, come on, like, man, have this whole fish here with the eyeballs in it and this yeah. fish sauce, like, oh my god. But now it's like, I think another great thing that barbecue's given me is it's helped accelerate the appreciation I've had for my motherland's cuisine, right? And and not only am i not embarrassed anymore i take huge pride in in it because it's not only is it delicious you know like we we get to um use it in in, in barbecue and frame it in barbecue where it's accessible and people mm -hmm. are oh i wouldn't have tried it otherwise but thanks for you know introducing me to, to, to kimchi or to a fish sauce caramel or you know um lemongrass like I, I i never would have thought that's true that's very true so and so so that's been pretty cool to to, to be able to i think barbecue is such an accessible um and widely loved you know cuisine that if you put whatever is it that you know your ethnic mm -hmm. uh, ingredients in it i think people will try it so and that's what i really love about barbecue now is that i feel like people are bringing in their heritage or food from like when they grew up or things from their family into it. Like it's, it just feels yeah. like that's, this is the time. And it's almost like, the, it, I don't know if what you're doing would have even worked maybe 15 years ago or 12 years ago. I don't, I don't, or even 10 years. It just seems like this, like people are willing to, to try, to try different things, but it's also too, like I grew up, I grew up in Los Angeles, which is extremely diverse. And I had friends that are Filipino, that are, that are Vietnamese, Japanese, Japanese American. Like I have, I have a friend 
who's his last name is Kato, and he is more American than me. He's he's fourth generation, and I am third generation. And it, it, people obviously they look at him and they think he's just straight Japanese. That's when, I, <laughs> when he sounds like a surfer kid talking. But it's just like it's just it's just funny how how things are. But I also too like I didn't try Vietnamese food until mm-hmm. I probably was eighteen or nineteen. Like it's just something that. I don't think a lot of people are, have been exposed to Vietnamese food. And it, that's, I, I find that wonderful that you're giving them an opportunity to try it because like if, and, it, and I, in my pronouncing, is it pho or is it, or is it kind of like koi? koi? Is it different? Like, oh, that was perfect. No, yeah. It's, it's actually pho. No, don't listen to him. <laughs> you, you had it. You got, you got, because yeah, like when I, I used to live like in like a, a suburb yeah, yeah. of Los Angeles, and it was like everything was like folking, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, perfect. Yeah, you, you yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like, I always like, it's, yeah, there's like every kind of like trying to do uh, like a nuance with faux, and I'm like, right, it's right, not, right. Faux. Yeah. it's not even faux. And you guys are like, like pun, pun city, right? Yeah, puns. That's what okay, I am a little slow today. Yes, the puns out, the puns were like, yeah, plentiful, and there still are. And you're like, really, it's not even that. That's not even how it's pronounced. But but when I first had it, like it's and there's so many different different versions of pho that you could have. A lot of them have like tripe and things that I'm not even from, like I'm not so familiar with. But you right. know, once I try it, I really like it. Just I guess it's just like authentic Mexican food. Like it's like they use a lot of tripe and different things. And I mean, it's like barbecue. There's, there's a lot of regionality to it. Right? Oh yeah, true. Like yeah, they're using. Uh, yeah, I mean you have like mutton and the Carolinas and you know, spare ribs in Kansas City, you know, the, the beef primarily in, in Texas. Same yeah. thing with pho. It's like the, the classic regional, kind of right? unadulterated pho is from the north, from Hanoi. Like there, it's very minimalist. Like you go to the alleyways, like where Obama and I think Bourdain had a meal. They didn't eat pho, but uh, in Hanoi, it's, um, it's very- Forgot about that. It's just a squeeze of lime and you have maybe some green onions in there. There's um, no bean sprouts, there's no hoisin sauce, there's no sriracha. It's just the broth, noodles, chicken or beef. And then, you know, the garnish is a squeeze of lime, right? If you go to the South, you know, it's everything is in it, right? Like bean sprouts and basil and culantro, basil, <laughs> the, the work. So it's, it just depends on, 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 on where you are. So. Yeah. But that's also something too that's like it's so cool when you go to a Vietnamese restaurant and like they bring you all that stuff and you're like, holy shit, I gotta put all I get, I get, to, I get to rip <laughs> yeah. all this stuff up and stick yeah. it in my soup. Like this is just so amazing. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's 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 exactly the train of thought that we had too, because Vietnamese food, like you mentioned, have all these herbs that they bring. Yeah. Like it's very light, it's all about flavor. Yeah. Um, you know, the difference between I mean, stereotypically, the difference between Chinese food and Vietnamese food is Vietnamese food is a lot more soups and steaming, right? And Chinese food is a lot of, you know, stir frying and, 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 and yeah. things like that. So, I mean, Vietnamese food, super light generally, um, but lots of herbs and flavors. And I think that's why um, it was such a natural fit for us. With yeah. Food. And it also helps, like, it's like you see these people go on a barbecue runs, which I have, and everyone does, but, it, but there's a lot of heavy stuff. So that's why it's like good that there's sides or that there's other things that you can kind of balance because the balance balance in everything you eat is very important because exactly. the food that you're cooking is so rich. And so, and now when did you start to feel like this is something that is getting, is it when like the Houston Chronicle started paying attention? Like what did, when did you start to think like, this is something that's like a little bigger than we thought it would be? Yeah, I think uh, JC, I mean, who was first? It was, it was, I think it was JC and then Eric Sandler from Culture Map. 
the nigiri the beef rib nigiri dish we had erickson there was like oh i've seen a lot of renditions of you know of barbecue but this was the first and then jc came out and um looking back at the stuff we produced and i was like oh my god it's really embarrassing i can't believe it. actually you know like supported as people pay for this shit <laughs> i know it's like but i mean i keep it on our instagram just to look back because you need to know it's important where you started from and then see how you yeah. can get there and we're still trying to get better right and you'll yeah. never uh, i mean at least we want to, to be complacent and, and feel like we perfected anything but um yeah the first break was from I think Eric Sandler from Culture Map, and then that JC Reed that he, he wrote about us. Like did he? What, did he have curry? Because you guys had curry once, or do you guys serve curry often? Is that? Yeah, we do serve curry pretty often. Um, the curry is in. Do they, is there a Vietnamese curry? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess in Japan they had like a version of curry too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You probably had it when you were in Osaka. Um, yeah, yeah. Like the the British brought it to to Japan, right? Um, I think at World War after during World War Two. Yeah. Um, but the. Uh, the, or maybe before that, but Probably yeah, Vietnam has, Vietnam has a population of, had a population of Indian people, right? Because uh, uh, we were a French colony and, and Pondicherry was the city or the region in uh, India that had the French, uh, the colonization, like colony in India, right? And there was like the Portuguese and Goa, but mainly it was, you know, British, right? Yeah. Uh, but in Pondicherry, when the French came over to Vietnam, there was a contingent of Indian people that came ah oh, interesting so there's a community of Indian that's fascinating that were in vietnam in saigon so that's where the vietnamese curry came from and wow yeah. that would be and i i'm sure i'm sure simon bazundar has done like a, a podcast all about curry i should probably go back i'm sure it has something yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. it, but but it, it, but it's 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 so fascinating and i always wondered is it because of uh um uh i'm, I'm losing my mind today uh bon me is it uh is that are those rolls French? Is it French inspired? Um, yeah, so the, the Vietnamese curry is really light. No, uh, no, but for the banh mi, it's a banh, oh, the banh mi. Yeah, I, know yeah, you guys, banh I know you guys don't do absolutely. that, yeah, right? yeah. but it's banh but it, yeah. that's from France, right? The, that's exactly. why the yeah. baguette, right? I always yeah. wondered, I was gonna say, yeah, banh mi. I mean, that's why for us, like politics, uh, you know, it's so intertwined with food, right? And so if you don't understand that, or do you do just ignore it conveniently. I think it's disingenuous. Like yeah. understand where everything comes from. It comes from war, it comes from conflict, it comes from death, it comes from colonization. Colonization, yeah. Huh? But there's a lot of good stuff that also comes from these sort of bad uh situations as well. And and a lot of it revolves around food, right? Um, coffee, uh the bread that we yeah. get from Banmi, it's came from the French, like, but also um, you know, pho, the soup itself came from China, right? The rice noodles. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And, and Vietnamese coffee, that's so famous, also uh, was a French influence as well. Yeah, that's so. That's why when people think, you know, they they enjoy pho, they enjoy Vietnamese coffee, but why? Why? We, why are we here in America? Yeah. War, right? So, and so that's yeah, 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 yeah. That that's, we try to yeah. educate people too. It's like, hey, diversity. If you you're, if you have an anti-immigrant view or something like that, but you also enjoy a taco, or yeah. you know where that comes from, right? So there's a, a part of what hopefully we that helps educate people as well, or yeah. what you represent to make people think a little bit out of their comfort zone, whether it be trying something with MSG or with with, with fish sauce or with shrimp paste, pushing them out of their comfort zone, but through food, but also through understanding the history of where yeah and then hopefully it maybe it, it, it resonates somewhere and maybe it's 
especially yeah especially now that there's like so much division and so many so many things are coming to a head it feels like in the united states is constantly and 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 a lot of it has to do with immigrants and it has to do with it, it's or people that have been brought here yeah <laughs> out, but it, you know, it, it, it's it's been going on forever right yeah. in the 1800s when the chinese people were making railroads exact yeah. same thing happened it's, it just repeats on a loop right yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they they worked hard to build railroads and there's a great pbs uh, documentary about it as well the asian americans and then they saved up money to buy it to open up chinatown in mm -hmm. san francisco and then they got kicked back because they were doing too well right uh -huh. and even the pictures of people finishing the railroads in utah when the east and the west lines met they weren't even allowed to be in the picture uh. right that makes yeah. i could see that i could see them doing there's an anti-immigrant such... like uh and then they're like oh but now it's like pull yourself up by your own bootstraps but yeah. don't pull them up too much right and so it, it's been going on forever and ever and ever and i think i hopefully like the younger generation what we're trying to do with food is just to put the history out there and then get people to know if you enjoy this dish here's where it came from there's a yeah. lot of uncomfortable you know Facts. important and uncomfortable yeah, yeah. yeah but i think too i think maybe because i hate to say my generation because it's like i i'm older than you guys but it's like i think our generation is the communication so quick and things can be i think things can happen so quickly that people can be educated really quickly and if things are happening like things can be their spotlights can go on things a lot harder now like it's it's different than a lot of stuff can be swept under the rug or it was just a newspaper that you might hear news a week later after something now you hear about it like on twitter like within, i'll see something like within three seconds and i'll say like 52 seconds ago this a bomb went somewhere like it's like it's it's wild so hopefully hopefully what you're doing does resonate and i hope so and and i hope that people will leave at least thinking and, and maybe and maybe explore a neighborhood or go to a restaurant that they wouldn't have gone to because of you guys maybe i don't know exactly. yeah or be open yeah, to I mean, anything yeah i mean i mean chinatown in houston was definitely affected a lot we we grew up we go there all the time right growing up going there we still go but when covid people were spreading yeah. fake news like oh this this grocery store has covid and then oh. It just got decimated right but they really didn't have covid right so it was like it's still things like that it's just yeah uh, that's I think, I think my goal or what i'm trying to achieve as well is just to we have a lot more in common than we think yes a lot more than differences right and so the barbecue i think for me it's uh it's been great because it's the ability it's it's tangible you can see it you can see different like if you look at our customers Oh, I'm sure it's a mix, it's right? Like a mix of it's an awesome mix of people, right? And I'm sure there's all different, you know, political and leanings as well. Oh, and I'm sure. Forget about it a little yeah. bit and enjoy a meal. Yeah. And then also when you see people talk in line and have the food, uh, hopefully that they come to the realization that you know we're all human beings and that we have a lot yeah. more than, than than we think, right? Uh -huh. Maybe it takes a brisket or a bowl of milk to to come that realization yeah it's and it's it, it, it it's it's interesting that something's so simple and so can be so powerful but it can be it can it's not and it it's not simple as and it takes you guys a long time like when you guys are doing your foot like your foot how long does it take to make that broth i'm trying to think it's a long time right Isn't yeah it, it's like, like five six hours yeah, yeah. a lot but of love that's right? nothing compared to smoking stuff right <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that's true but it, it's so complimentary like when you make when you you're smoking stuff on the offset for 24 hours um making broth is making stock is a mm -hmm. 
actually a really nice thing to do because you can do both at the same time. Oh, yeah, it's good to have your mind. Yeah, get your mind on a, a number of different things in your multi-text. It feels good. It's interesting. It's it gives it makes you makes things more interesting. Now, what's so have you guys had you've had some collabs right already or is this going to be your first one that you're doing? Because it didn't do something with Bodacious. Yeah, yeah. Brian's a or no longer bodacious. It's yeah, no sunbird. Bodacious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sunbird. <laughs> shout yeah, out. Every, sunbird. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out Sunbird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian being I, one of our uh, one of my best friends, just outside such a awesome dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he came down. Um, was it a couple of years, like 2019? Or, was it? Is that was, that long ago? Oh, it was January 2020. This the COVID times. Yeah, yeah. Warped. Uh, but he came down and did a collaboration with us. Uh, which is awesome. We, you know, Theo got to try his food in Longview. I think we went in December or something, uh, 2020. Oh, before he, yeah. Yeah, before he kind of left. Um, but yeah, we, we love collaborating with people. Um, and, you know, Danny, uh, his is coming up. Is it you guys and Danny at Heritage or is it, is there someone else too? Or I, I, I thought I had heard there might be someone else, no? Or is it just other people coming out just to hang out? Yeah, we're, we're, uh, I think it's all, it's one of those big things where it's just, it's just gonna be a party, a celebration. And I think some other people are coming along. I think uh, Mark at Convenience West. Okay, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, Convenience yeah, West. Yeah, he was gonna, he was, he was like, I'm gonna come and uh, and just be a part of it and just experience it. And then now I think we, we've we convinced him to do a dish as well. Nice. Great, a part of the celebration. So it's just, um, it's just gonna be, you know, West Coast that does Texas style barbecue and you have a couple, me, Theo, Mark, kind of just roll over from Texas and, and do our thing and kind of share the love and, and, and cook some dishes that maybe people in uh, SoCal yeah. can't make it to Texas, can't make it to Houston, can at least try some of the, the food that we're, 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 you know, we're, we're serving here. What are the dates or date? Is that one day? Yeah, it's, it's going to be on Sunday, uh, June 13th. Sunday, June 13th. Okay. In, uh, San Juan Capistrano. Yeah. yeah. I think Joe from a minister of smoke, I think he said he's coming out. Is he? Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, he's like, he's the one that mentioned, I didn't even know that you guys are doing it. He's like, yeah, yeah. I might be in your area. There's a koi. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to him actually. He was at Brett's, uh, Brett's one, two year anniversary in Rockdale yeah. last year. And he took a picture of us, but I didn't get to talk to him. So. Yeah, um, yeah, he's yeah, a nice, he's a not really nice guy. And yeah, cool. he's, yeah. he's, he must, I think he's working on some secret project. You mentioned it kind of like when I interviewed him, like, that's going to be funny. Are you guys excited to come out to, have you been out to LA? Well, it's not LA, it's Orange County, but have you been out to Orange County? Yeah, like growing up, I think we would go to church camps out there. I haven't been back since like I was in high school. Okay. I'm, I'm stoked. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys we, staying have, in uh, we have family in uh, Chino Hills. Oh, yeah. that's close. Okay. Yeah. So we, we, we would go like, once uh, every summer so we're pretty familiar with la we have a lot of friends out there as well um but yeah I, I, we would always go to bolsa avenue i think that was like where all the vietnamese stuff was right uh -huh. garden grove and garden grove was yeah, yeah such so we uh, the food was amazing and we, we're gonna do a decent barbecue but we can't go to eat some <laughs> we, we definitely <laughs> want to eat like korean food and and, and Japanese food and all the all the stuff on LA. But that'll be good. that'll be fun to hang out. That'll be and Danny's a great guy and he's creative. And the is there a future like, do you guys want to do a brick and mortar or do you want to keep doing pop ups or do more pop ups a week or what's your what's kind of the plans? Yeah, I mean, I think we're uh, yeah, we love food and 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 I think uh, 
well, we like we love our day jobs right now as well. I mean, I do. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, Theo, you. <laughs> They're probably not watching. They're not going to watch this. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that's going to be the, the the future is brick and mortar at some point. Yeah. Uh, when the time's right, because we have so much. I just have all these ideas, and then it's you can only do so much out of the house and yeah. and then to do day to day. I think it's it's definitely going to be. Um, the idea because we have so much to say we want to represent we want to you know uh execute on a on a wider scale so uh that's that's probably the plan um popping up more we do it once or twice a month and that's that's enough yeah. but it'll yeah. probably it'd be like 2022 at the earliest right we'll see we'll see when the time is right um oh, cool so yeah. okay so, so so people should just follow you on instagram and you'll let them know yes yeah instagram is how we communicate with with uh most people, most of our customers and communities. Yeah. And communities. So, yeah. yeah. You guys, your MySpace page isn't visited much. <laughs> now you're really showing your age, man. <laughs> yeah. If I had one, I didn't actually, I don't think I, like, I, I, never, I never had a MySpace. Yeah. Like, that was Snapchat and TikTok. Yeah. 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 So I, I, yeah. I have a, I have a Snapchat, but I never use it. And uh, TikTok, I, I, I don't have time. I, there's a lot of, yeah. TikTok's like it's, I, I, like you could probably learn a lot and i'm sure like you could do but it's like i'm not really just to like be a wacky entertainer i don't yeah. like i want to you know yeah 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 i want to i'd rather yeah, i don't even have a twitter theo has a twitter you don't have twitter twitter is awesome dude like, it is it's a, <laughs> it's mayhem it's like crazy it's, it's chaos yeah it's chaos yeah like if you really want to like yeah like melt your brain go, yeah you should get <laughs> But also too, like Twitter, you can find like if there's an earthquake here, because yeah. I'll type in earthquake and all of a sudden, psh, like, no, it's yeah. really good. Like I use it. Like I mean, it's not the best news resource, but I see headlines like you know yeah. in the world. Like, mm-hmm. People are talking about it. So but yeah, yeah. I follow. I'm following like some people from like the Palestinian side and the Israeli side, just because it's interesting to see their takes. And so like you get that, you wouldn't get that on Instagram necessarily because it's right. so fast and yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, come on, Don. Get, come on. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually promoting Twitter. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like the saddest moment. Remember to follow Kevin's barbecue joints. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but I don't like I don't tweet it. I do a lot of retweeting. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you guys, and and I can't wait to to like. Hopefully, I'll see you guys when you're out here. But if yeah, circumstances yeah. aren't that way, then. I'll, I'll meet you guys when I, I'm going to hopefully move to Texas sometime this year or next year. And, uh, cool. but I'll, and I'll be closer. <laughs> I'll be to, at least yeah, we'd more. love to, uh, to meet you in person, whether it's in California or here, yeah. or, try uh, your food and it's in, and- in San Juan Capistrano or something. So I, I, so I need to talk to Danny. I don't know what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> is he going to serve his regular menu? And then are we going to do our dishes? Yeah. And then Mark from Canadian West is going to, it's like, I, I have no idea yet. So we'll, I'm sure we'll sort it all out. And yeah, it's coming yeah, up. So you should great, probably yeah. start, you should yeah. probably check it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so. cool guys. We'll have, have a great, have a great evening, a great time. Have a great evening and take it easy guys. I'll okay. talk to you soon. All right, bye. Okay. So that was the end of the Theo and Don portion of the interview. Now I catch back up with Don and he goes over their entire menu. Enjoy. I realized that I had asked you about the menu we talked about like concepts and ideas and how you everything but we never really discussed what people can expect and i want people to know if they come visit you what they can expect every single almost every single time and then kind of how 
you know, what gets thrown in the mix. Yeah, sure. Yeah, our menu consists of, you know, we like to cook what we like to eat generally, right? I mean, so you can, we, we treat it like almost like a traditional Texas barbecue joint where you can buy meats by the pound, right? Brisket, uh, beef ribs, pork ribs, sauce. You can buy a la carte, like just like normal yeah. barbecue joint, right? But we like to, um, you know, incorporate um, Asian flavors, Southeast Asian flavors, Chinese, Japanese flavors, Vietnamese dishes that I grew up and Theo grew up eating, right? And, and so, for example, so we'll have um, brisket pho. That's a really popular um, dish of ours. Um, using my mom's pho recipe, we'll do oh, wow. balalot sausages, which is like a traditional, um, it's like a seven course beef, Vietnamese seven course beef dish that involves like these um, lalok leaves or almost like beetle leaves. The traditional way, the, the kind of minced beef is wrapped with these leaves and then you grill it op over an open flame, right? Okay. Um, so we kind of grill those leaves in the firebox and then we kind of mix like traditional Western style sausage out of it. Oh, so wow. it has the same flavor components with fish sauce, beetle leaf, honey, um, but it's in a sausage form. So oh. it's been a lot of fun. And then we'll do like curries. I love curries, um, whether it's Indian or Thai, uh, Vietnamese. Um, so we do like a Penang curry dish that um, is, is quite popular as well. So we just like to incorporate different yeah. profiles. In the so menu. then, so we'll, so the, the central Texas menu is always there. And then those other things like the pho, is the pho always on the menu? Um, it's, it's probably on the menu 50% of the time. 50% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So what about that sausage too? Is that? Yeah, that sausage we make a lot just because okay. um, I love making sausage, right? Like I just super passionate about it. it it's one way to um, kind of cut down waste, right? With all the trimmings, there's mm -hmm. so many, so much trimmings, um, but also it's such a great canvas for creativity, oh, yeah. right? Because once you kind of nail down the process, the cold smoke and um, all that stuff to get that snap, uh, you can you can make anything you want, right? Oh, yeah. People make hot sausages, hot links down here that is popular. You can do Italian sausage. So there's, there's, I think there's so many sausages, but there's so many different dishes in Asian cuisine that involve, you know, sausage that haven't been, or, or the flavor profiles that haven't been explored. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely gives you a chance to be extremely creative. Yeah, you can put lemongrass in there and like oh. whatever you want, right? It's like, yeah. The, the sausage that you described, that one, like, so how, so, cause I was looking at your, the website, you, is it more so when you, when you arrive, you'll see what the specials are or what, what, what the additional items are? Uh, we try to tell our um, followers, so we communicate strictly through Instagram. Instagram, okay, okay. More or less, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll post at the beginning of the month saying here's where we'll be and um you know here's the here are the specials that we're thinking of and then that's smart okay that's good so if you're if you're not following on instagram you should because that's the best way to get up-to-date information that's right yeah and then we'll um we'll open the website for pre-orders like a week before the pop-up okay. date and then all the specials will be announced and then you know we'll we'll have a limited amount and then um you know we'll we'll do like 50 followers or something and then gotcha sells out it'll just pop up but oh, okay. beginning of the month will be the dates and then closer to the dates we'll pick specials because it's kind of like a you know uh, fly by wire so yeah it, it makes it more exciting too it's more interesting i think if you don't kind of know what's coming up it's, it's yeah. exciting a lot of times i don't know what we're gonna do <laughs> that's one for you too it's yeah exactly so so then so if so once this once you've hit that limit it drops off the it drops off the pre-order right okay yeah 
All right. So we'll have some, we'll make some extra. It's just for walk-up people okay. um, as well. But um, that whole pure thing has been working out yeah. pretty well. So, yeah. so now, so you have on June 6th, you have a pop-up. What if just in case this comes out or someone watches this after June 6th, like on the 8th or 9th, when do you think your next pop-up will be? Um, our pop-up, our next event is the 6th for the whole hog yeah. event. And then on the 13th of June, uh, we'll be having an event in LA uh, with our good friends Danny and his team at Heritage Barbecue. Super excited for that. I'm very excited about that. Um, and, and so, uh, and then after that, we come back to Houston the weekend after that. The 20th, we'll have another pop-up okay. um, at Baleson Brewery. So it's back to back to back. So if you're watching this and you're in Los Angeles or Orange County or San Diego or somewhere you can come and see you on the 13th at heritage and san juan capistrano and i think what convenience west is on board too yeah uh, mark really great friend of mine he's yeah. coming out great uh, guy such a cool guy so such a nice dude and i love what they're doing out there in Marfa, texas and he's going to be making a couple dishes as well that's fun um, so we, we've been talking forever about um a collaboration us going to marfa or like if he come in uh, he and his uh his team coming out here but it's funny that i know it's so funny how huh? it kind of threw out all the plans and now we're both going to la Bless. it's so bizarre. <laughs> i know what the, the odds of that are so bizarre but that's you know that kind of seems like everything's so weird it kind of makes sense that that yeah, would be i mean that's that's the that's the spirit of barbecue right mm -hmm. the, exactly the community, I, yeah. is, the community is so um, it's it's actually quite small and, yeah. and everybody's so supportive and it's a great um, you know network to have because um, everybody you know communicates and kind of follows um, each other and kind of see what each other are doing and yeah it's a great well, it's, community to be a part of yeah mm -hmm. and it's fun it's exciting to see what others are doing and and it seems like everyone's really pushing the boundaries uh, for creativity and that's that's what's really unique and i'm trying to my best to highlight that as much as possible on the blog because there's so many different sides and sausage and dessert there's so many unique things that didn't exist or they existed but they're it's it's gone it's gone way off off the rails in the best way possible now with with merchandise is that something people can dm you for a quote if they're outside of texas if they, if they can't pick it up or is that oh, yeah, merch, is, uh, merch is available on our website and um i think shipping's free over 50 bucks or something is but, it okay oh cool okay i i was gonna start clicking on it just for fun yeah, it's all set up through uh square and okay. they automate all the oh cool okay uh, shipping costs and stuff so the merch is great it was by yeah you can brady just buy it and we'll, we'll ship it out to you and yeah brady brady's coming out to la as well so oh yeah he'll be out here too shout yeah, out, i forgot shout about out that. to brady from uh, brisket country yeah um, he's such a creative mind and um he does a lot of uh all of our designs for us yeah it's, that stuff a lot of the killer. barbecue community as well so yeah it'll be great i think heritage is one of his clients as well uh -huh. yeah so, yeah. so Moves. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah we're, we're looking forward to it's gonna be mayhem on the 13th there's gonna be a lot of people there <laughs> yeah it'll be great so i know moose is opening uh i think soft opening soon or something that week yeah yeah it's for, it's very soon I, yeah i think it's like yeah so yeah so moose is somebody also to visit but it's uh, I, I don't think they're uh, they're not going to be full on board mm -hmm. until like for a couple of weeks. But that's that's yeah. such a I'm I'm glad I'm so I'm hoping I get a chance to come visit you then. If not, Houston, I'll see you out there. Is there anything else we missed food wise that people should know? Yeah, I think that's that's, that's pretty it, much right? it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you and thank you so much.